I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a mom, an author, radio host, I've built a multi-million dollar business in network marketing, and I do it all powered by faith. I'm totally sold out for Christ. I'm committed to pouring into you all that I've learned and am learning right here. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, happy new year. I am so excited to be back here with you guys podcasting. I missed it. In case you didn't notice, I took almost a three month, two plus month hiatus from podcasting and I really missed it. And I'm excited to be back here. I'm going to share with you why I took the little hiatus that I took and at least partially. (laughs) And it's a new year. Uh, My intention was to have this first podcast up earlier in 2020, but you know, it is what it is. Better late than never. (laughs) This podcast is going to be about new year, new rituals. And I'm going to share with you some of the stuff that I Uh, that I do every year to kind of prep and move into a brand new year with new possibilities as uh, as the beginning of the year starts. I love to uh, kind of challenge myself to uh, engage in something new. And it could be maybe personal development, or it could be maybe it's something uh, with my fitness or just always, I love change. Some people hate change. I love it. So I'm always looking to, uh, to create something new as the new year begins. So let's, let me kind of maybe like roll backwards. (laughs) I, my last podcast that I recorded was in October of 2019. So man, that's like a long time ago. (laughs) I missed being here um, in front of the microphone recording, but I will tell you that um, I I actually needed the the space. I needed the the break from um, kind of continuing to move forward when I just needed to quiet my brain. Um, 2019, while there was some really really remarkable things that happened, it was an extraordinarily tough year for me. There was a lot of things that went on, a ton of opposition and uh, a ton of things that went on that really just, they kind of n- like knocked me off track. And um, so as a result of that, I, toward the third and fourth quarter of 2019, I started to, I started to feel off. So let, I'm going to stop there and, and just say this, 2019 had amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. Um, one of which was the fact that I had two books published at the end of 2018. I wrote two books, didn't know what I exactly was going to do with them and, um, ended up meeting this incredible guy, Tim Hooper, who encouraged me and published both of the books. So the first book redefined is really uh, a story of so many of the things that I had struggled with uh, different periods of time in my life and how I got through them and how my faith really in God was the fuel in helping me to get through them. So that was the first book. And almost exactly on the heels of that being published, did my second book come out that I, I wrote them back to back. Um, that book is called The Residual Life, How to Build a Network Marketing Empire. And that book is really how I built three network marketing organizations from zero to multiple six figures. And I just took all the things that I've done 
in each of them and put them put them down on paper, really. And so uh, that was the second one. So that was a huge and wonderful accomplishment. Um, I'm very excited about those those things that happened, and it was awesome. Um, another one was Bobby and I earned a pretty wonderful award from our company. We earned the Perseverance Award, and I will tell you, <laughs> we earned that. We earned that Perseverance Award, but still is incredibly. Um, humbling to be honored in front of the entire company with an award that um, our company does not put that award out every year. It's a special award that is selected by the owners of the company. And so uh, we felt extraordinarily honored and humbled and just uh, what a, what a man, wonderful thing to receive that. So we're really proud of that and a number of other wonderful things as well, right? Like there, (laughs) there was a lot of great things, but just like life, in the midst of all the great things, it seems like it's always like a yin and a yang. And there was a lot of stuff going on. I'll share in some upcoming podcasts some of the stuff that happened and what now I've learned and how I can look back on those things and and really explain how they shaped me and have created a, a new me, <laughs> a new me here in 2020. And um, so that... Once I recorded that last podcast, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm in a place right now in this moment where I know that I'm transitioning into something new. I know that God is uh, pruning off parts of my life, people from my life, parts of me. And I need to, I need to allow space for that pruning to happen. And so I just gave myself permission to just completely not think about recording any podcast, writing anything, or really doing anything. I was very, not very active on social media and just kind of allowing for space, if you will. <clears throat> and what I've done for a number of years, as the, as the year closes out, I usually spend some quiet time and kind of in prayer and meditation and asking God, okay, so what is it that you want from me for the new year? What do you have planned for me? What can I prepare for? What can I plan for? What direction are you wanting me to go? And because I was in such a state of uh, basically like confusion, I felt very foggy in my mind and uh, depressed really. I was, I was in a, in a depression that I decided I wasn't going to do it that this year at the end of 2019. I was just like, nope, (laughs) I'm not going to do it. But God, (laughs) he's so faithful and so good in my thinking about not thinking about it. God really presented to me something for 2020. And he told me that for 2020, my, my little phrase was perfect vision. And so I was, I was excited about that and it gave me hope um, that, okay, so maybe I am coming out of this little funky funk that I've been in for a while. And, um, that kind of set me on. I don't know, I guess maybe forward motion again, because I think I was at a standstill for a number of months. It's like, for me, even with all the things that I talk about and all of the rituals that I have for physical and emotional like health, I got knocked down. There were so many things that happened over and over and had kind of been happening uh, for a number of years in one particular area of my life that I, it was just more than I could deal with really, to be quite frank. Um, so it, to have God really impart on me that 2020 was going to be about perfect vision, it, 
it, it gave me a spark of hope again. And in that, another thing that I, that I try to do simultaneously is ask God to really kind of highlight a verse for me for the new year, like something to meditate on, a theme, if you will, for the new year. And so he, here's, here's my, my theme verse for 2020. It's out of the book of John, chapter 13, verse 35. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And in particularly, um, I have been using this phrase, loving people well. And I feel this overwhelming um, kind of theme for the year that I want to focus my efforts on loving people well. And maybe this sounds like, well, duh, of course we do that. But it's actually harder than you you think Um, if you... If you frame every conversation, everything you say, every response, every action you take with this question, is this loving that person well, it really can help you to see things differently and respond differently. And so that's my, those are the things that I'm really, really working on as I move into 2020. And um, I realized that one of the things that I wanted to do in 2020 is I wanted to actually um, be intentional about writing. (laughs) here I wrote those two books uh, and I realized I I really, really love writing. And if I go way back to my childhood, I really wanted to be a journalist and a writer. And it just was one of those things. It's like, I'm not going to, I don't know who has time to do that. But so in 2020, I'm really going to be very intentional and I'm going to work on more writing. I'm going to write another book in 2020. I'm very excited about that. Um, I want to, there's, I want to write a a devotional as well, and I'm going to be focusing on putting out content on a couple of different blogging platforms. So I'm super excited about that too. And so all of that leading into kind of my rituals for ending the year, I'm going to share some of them with you. Now, mind you, we're already into the month of January. The, the actual new year celebration has already passed, but I want to encourage you Every new day that you are given on this earth, every morning that you wake up is another opportunity to begin again. It doesn't matter what you didn't do or what didn't happen last year, yesterday, or last week. The only thing that matters is the actions that you take moving forward. So while this podcast is coming out to you a couple weeks into the new year, um, I just want to encourage you, if you have not already kind of done some of the things that I'm going to share with you, start them, do them now. It doesn't matter. Every new day is a new chance. And so I'm already, I've already shared with you my first two, uh, kind of coming up with a word or a phrase and or a verse for the new year. And those happened quite uh, organically, I believe. Uh, it was really super wonderful that God gave me that gift at the end of 2019 to kind of roll into the new year with new hope and uh, excitement for what was coming. Another thing that I really love to do is, uh, you know, as you're taking down all of your like Christmas stuff, when it's that time after, whenever you do it, some people do it right after Christmas. Some people wait until after New Year. I usually do it on New Year's Day because I'm really actually wanting to do it before that. But I like to kind of get through New Year's with all the cute stuff up. But when it's time to take it down, I use that as an opportunity to kind of just clean out and purge in general. So in addition to taking all of the holiday decor down in my office, which is where I record these podcasts, I kind of like did a major purge. (laughs) I really cleaned out a lot of stuff that it began to feel real cluttery in my office. And there is a ton of science behind 
um, an environment that is cluttery and messy and a mind that is cluttery and messy, not able to focus, not able to kind of prioritize uh, the things that you want to get done, not able to goal set and stuff when your environment is messy. If you are a person that deals with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, and your bedroom or your home is messy and cluttery, uh, messy meaning just stuff everywhere, not organized, and cluttery meaning you just have maybe too much furniture, too much stuff on the walls, too much tchotchke, that can actually um, increase your the chances of you feeling anxious or um, having you know not resting well. It, it lit- there's literally a direct connection between the kind of um, aesthetic of your environment and what goes on in your mind. And so I wanted to start the new year kind of, I don't want to say revamping my office because everything is built in, so I can't really change it. And I don't want to paint it or anything, but I kind of gutted all of my shelves. I took down all of my past awards and accolades that were in my office and all of the, you know, you collect these little trinkets and tchotchke things and gifts and stuff over the years. And well, I didn't throw them away. I just put them away. I put them in a different space so that my office is fresh and new and clean starting the new year, which in turn helps my mind to be fresh and new and clean. I have different verses, like uh, like I said, like themes that I have, the things that God lays on my heart. Um, and so I had a whole bunch of them in my office from last year, and I just erased all those to allow space. So I want to encourage you. Um, that, you know, wherever you're at, if you've, maybe you've already done this, or maybe you've been thinking about it, do a little bit of a purge, clean out, clean out your closet, clean out your office, uh, clean up the walls. If you need to make space so that you have room for whatever is coming new into 2020. And so that's, uh, that's kind of leads into my next thing here, being open for things, that might appear different. So what happens so often for people is they will, let's say they will ask for change, talk about change, pray for change. But when the change comes, when something comes to them, be it doesn't, and it doesn't look the way they thought it was going to look. It doesn't act the way they thought it was going to act. It doesn't appear um, the way that in their mind they thought it was going to appear. They literally dismiss it and they're not open to it. I'm going to give you a little example. I had a girlfriend of mine, and uh, she had told me for a long time she was praying for her husband that he would get more involved in their church or, you know, like really be the head of the household and want the family to go to church on Sunday and, you know, have it be something that he was into. He didn't just go because she wanted to go. She was really praying about that, praying about his um, his relationship with the Lord and his him kind of being the spiritual head of the household, leading the family and taking the family, kind of taking the lead on that. Well, they moved, and when they moved, they found a new church. And she was telling me how she didn't really love this church. It wasn't her favorite for whatever reason. It wasn't bad, but she just didn't love it. But her husband loved it. And every Sunday morning, he was like all, you know, he was all ready to go and excited about taking the family to church. He was even getting involved in some of the men's, uh, the men's programs and the outreach because he loved the church so much. She was like, I don't know what to do because I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not feeling it for this church. And I just reminded her, this is what you prayed for. 
So it may not look the way you think it's supposed to look, but this is what you prayed for. You prayed that your husband would get more involved and that his faith would grow and that he would, you know, be the spiritual head of the household in that way. And he's doing it. So I want to encourage you, be open to things that may not come to you exactly the way you pictured it. Because so often in my own life, the things that God has blessed me like the most with have appeared to be the most off. <laughs> things that looked totally different than I thought they were going to look turned out to be so much better than anything I ever could have imagined. And so uh, in addition to creating physical space in your environment, in your office, in your home, create an emotional and mental space for things that may come to you, whether it's a person, an opportunity, um, who knows, you know, just something different that comes to you that doesn't look like it's supposed to look. Be open, be open this year, be open to new things. Um, and along that same thought process of new, be willing to create new habits. So I can predict for you exactly what 2020 will be like for you. Are you ready? You didn't know I had this like talent, did you? <laughs> I can foresee the future for you. Okay, are you ready? 2020 is going to be exactly like 2019 if you do the same things. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> um, that's the truth. If you don't do things differently, then you're just going to have the same year again and again and again, right? So if you kind of take an inventory have you had the same New Year's resolutions year after year after year? Maybe it's not specifically a resolution. Maybe it's a goal. And year after year after year, it's the same one. Well, maybe it's because you're continuing with the same strategy that's not working. So it's time for you to actually physically make changes in your rituals or your habits. And this is a hard thing for people to do because it's uncomfortable People would prefer to stay doing the same thing because they know the outcome, even if the outcome is not the outcome that they want. Is that crazy? Um, it's just the way that we're wired. We're wired to, uh, to stay in situations and continue with habits that we, we know. Unknown scares the crap out of most people. It's, they avoid it, unknown, uncomfortable, they do everything they can to not have those experiences. I'm a little different. I love change. I love it. I seek it out and I am intentional about it. And I uh, have made that kind of a part of my life to engage in things that really make me feel nervous and uncomfortable. And uh, it's just, it's, it's actually normal for me now to, to do that. So in doing this, creating new habits and kind of taking an inventory of yourself. Um, this is a big one. Self-reflection, having self-awareness, really looking at you and your habits and the things that you want to accomplish this year in 2020 and see if the person that you have been and the habits that you are currently engaging in are working toward those goals. And if they're not, then you have to make changes. So I'm going to share something with you that has been, um, that I believe is pr 
probably the most life-changing habit that anybody could ever engage in and create in their lives. No matter who you are, no matter what your age, no matter male or female, this is something everyone can do and should do. And if they do it, it, they will notice significant changes. And I started doing this at the beginning of December. Now, remember I told you my, my, my mental kind of my mindset was just in the, in the dumper. It was just terrible. And I knew that I needed to make some changes. I knew that something had to shift and that I had to physically make shifts as well. And so I have done uh, gratitude journals over the years off and on many, many, many times. And I said, you know what, it's time for me to really focus on um, positivity instead of kind of almost this loop of going through the things that had happened and thinking about them. You know, you've heard the the statement, what you focus on expands. It's a hundred percent true. And when it comes to emotional well-being, if you continue and continue to focus on things that you don't like, it's what you're going to continue to see more and get more of. It's just the weirdest way that our mind works. So this time I started, I, uh, I conditioned myself. I dis- disciplined myself to do it every single night for the first 30 days. I started, I don't know, like the first week of December and I have two journals and one of them is a, just a regular journal that I'm going to write, that I write in every night about whatever I was grateful for that day. So something that may have happened or something that was awesome or, you know, whatever, some, anything that, that during that particular day that happened that I had gratitude and thankfulness for. And what this does, this does a couple of things for you. Um, number one, it helps you to, cause I do it at night, right before bed. These are on my nightstand right next to my bed. Um, it helps your mind to, as you drift off to sleep, be focusing on the good things that happened. Okay. So that's number one, which will completely shift you anyway, just focusing on the positive before you go to bed, allowing your subconscious mind to have those thoughts in it as you go to rest. Um, but number two, what begins to happen is during the day. Now, once you've done this for a couple of days during the day, you're, you will begin to start looking for those things and you'll think, Ooh, okay. I got to write that in my journal. Oh, look at that. I have got to remember that that's one of the things I have to write in my gratitude journal tonight. So your focus begins, uh, to seek out and search for things that are positive that you're grateful for every day. And another reason why this is so life-changing, there is tons of science behind the practice of intentional gratitude and how gratitude can actually change the the structure of your brain, neuroplasticity. Gratitude can make you healthier. It can make you more productive. It can make you happier. There's so many benefits to focusing on things that you have to be grateful for. Now, that doesn't mean that life doesn't still happen and stuff happens. It does every single day for most of us. But when you are purposeful and intentional on seeking out whatever it is that was good in the midst of it, it changes you. And I started to notice even by day three that I was starting to just feel like myself again. And my husband had even noticed, he's like, you're just not yourself. I said, I know I'm not. And I, I'm stuck. I'm, I can't figure out how to, how to get break free of it because I was doing all the things that I normally do. I watch my nutrition, like like it's my job. I work out uh, five, six days a week. 
I, you know, mind my mind when it comes to what I listen to and what I watch, but I was still in this funk. And so, um, after three days only, I was already starting to feel something so, um, just joyful again, like myself. And so I told you I'm doing two journals. So that's the first one. And the second one, and I want to really, really impress upon you. Um, I want to just encourage you to do this. If you're in a committed relationship, if you're married, do this. This, it is so easy um, when you're in, you know, these intimate relationships with people day in and day out and you go through things to get nitpicky about stuff. It's so easy to look at somebody and get annoyed with just small things. It's just, it's just our nature. <laughs> We're just like that. So I started a second journal and that journal is only every day I write something about Bobby that I am thankful for, uh, something that maybe he did that day or just who he is as a man, as my husband, as a father, as a, you know, my mentor in business. Every single day I write something in that journal that is about him. And I will tell you, uh, just like the gratitude journal kind of makes you focus on seeking out things that you're going to, you know, write in that journal that night. So does this, you know, my, my gratitude journal for my husband, it will make, I'll, he'll do something. I'll think, oop, I'm going to write that one in my, in my gratitude journal. And my intention is when the pages are all filled up, I'm going to give it to him as a gift so he can see how much I appreciate and love him and all the little things that he does. And hopefully that will be a, a nice gift for him. Uh, what a great thing for you to do for your your children or your spouse or something is to is to keep note have a have a little book of things about them that you love and it will absolutely shift the way you interact with them. I love my husband more than anything and I will tell you what I feel like I fell even deeper in love with him every day that I wrote something about him that maybe I just was normal <laughs> you know you that you interact every day. I mean, and we're together like 24 <laughs> seven. So there's these little things about him that I probably just take for granted, but writing them down and just being specific about it. I just, I feel more in love with him than I ever have. So those two things that I started in December that have really, really helped to create a shift for me. And, um, I hope you will, you will do that. Um, you need to and can train yourself to see good in every situation. And that is a practice and a habit that will benefit you in every single area of your life. And utilizing a gratitude journal is, uh, is a big part of it. Uh, so that's uh, another, that was a new habit that I created for myself moving into uh, 2020. And that's why I started in December. I was like, I'm not waiting for January 1st. I'm going to start this now so that by the time January 1st comes around, I'll already be in this awesome, better mindset. And I can tell you, I've, I do. I feel better. A couple weeks into my gratitude journal, I started to feel better. Um, I decided that I was going to, one of, the, one of the many things I'm planning to do this year in 2020 is I have committed to running a half marathon. I ran for years and years and I loved it. It was painful and it hurt and everything, <laughs> For whatever reason, running was one of the things that that was the biggest stress relievers for me personally. I just would be done running and my body would hurt, but I would feel mentally and emotionally just invigorated. And I stopped almost four years ago because of problems with my hips, problems with my knees, and I just figured, hey, you're you know you're old now and you can't do it because <laughs> running is actually you know pretty hard on the joints. But I decided that 
I was not going to let my body tell me what I was capable of, that my mind controls my body. My body does not control my mind. So I am taking the steps to uh, take good care of my knees and my hips, you know, seeing a chiropractor wearing a brace when I run. I have been training in the gym for four years, strength training. So my body has a lot of muscle and um, I'm doing it. I signed up for it and I've been training for it. And uh, it's just another one of the things on my list for 2020. So I want to encourage you to push yourself outside of what is comfortable this year and uh, do it for you. I have asked everybody and their brother <laughs> to, do, to do this half marathon with me. And every single one of them says, oh, it's so awesome that you're doing that. But this sounds horrible. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, I will be doing the run in San Diego on the last day of May, and it'll be a couple weeks before my 47th birthday. So that's my gift to myself this year is um, c- completing that, knocking that off my my list of things that I, I want to do. I'll tell you what, it is so awesome to be back here recording. Um, I have loads of things uh, that I have experienced and that are making me a new person this year in, in 2020. And I'm excited to share them all with you over the course of the next several podcasts. Really, a lot of it's just from third, the last part of 2019. Sheesh. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to share them right here with you. And I just, uh, I look forward to your feedback. I'd love to hear maybe what some of your New Year's uh, traditions or rituals are to move into the new year to create change and growth in your life. And, um, I hope that you will just reach out to me, you know, on any platform that you reach out, I will respond. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram, teen mom to millionaire. I'm on Facebook just as me, Michelle Schaefer. I'll always respond if you reach out and chat with me and, you know, uh, you can reach out over my website, which is michelleschaefer.com. And I don't know if you know this, but on my website, I have a seven day devotional that you can download for free. So all you have to do is go there and once you put your email in there, you'll get an Im- immediate uh, email back with the uh, the download of the seven-day devotional. And I don't spam you or anything. I literally hardly even write emails, so uh, you don't have to worry about that part of it. <laughs> and if you go to uh, me and Bobby's personal, like our business website, which is bobbyandmichelle.com, I actually revamped that all by myself. Um, I used the GoDaddy website builder. It it did not take me any time at all. And the website's gorgeous. I'm super proud of it. So you can check that one out too. I am so happy to be back here with you. I appreciate you. Um, I hope you'll stick with me this year. The content might be different because I'm totally different and I'm in a different place. But as always, my goal is to be completely transparent, share all the things with you that God has done for me in my life through Um, positive and negative experiences to help you to stay encouraged, inspired, and to help build your faith and uh, maybe to help you get through some times that are a little bit rough. (laughs) I think those times can be a little bit rough. My, both of my books are available on Amazon. So you can go there. Uh, You can access them through my website, michelleshaver.com. And, uh, Let's let's make this an let's make this the best year of our lives. That's my plan anyway. I hope it's your plan too. It's great to be back with you. Until next time. <laughs>